Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. everyone welcome back to this week because <laughs> you left it and now you're back now you're back again i think our intros are getting like slowly worse and worse like yeah the more we do. <laughs> but you guys get it this is the double plans podcast you know you're, you're here you're here you know you know how it works um yeah. my name is um robert hi Hi, and my name is James. Hi. Hi, James. Nice to meet you. And also so this you. Is... Oh, thank you. And, yeah. <laughs> and this is our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is our podcast all about skincare, makeup, beauty, fitness, <laughs> fitness and nutrition. <laughs> No, it's really not. Just the regs, just makeup, beauty, yeah. skincare. Bit um, influencer insider, at news yeah. and activity. News and activities. <laughs> we don't know what our podcast is about. <laughs> no, we don't. We clearly have no idea. But you know what? Subscribe anyway and yeah. rate and review and do whatever you can do on whatever platform you're listening on. Yeah, try and figure out what's going on with us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you decide. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what we're talking about now. <laughs> James, how's your week been, huh? You know what? What day is it? It's only Tuesday. Mm. So, since we last recorded, yeah, fine. Um, nothing new to report, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and that's the week. And that's it. Do you know what? <laughs> I have been... I thought I was being really good at not like lockdown shopping, but yeah. I went crazy this last yeah. week, and not on like expensive stuff either. Well, I bought all that Selena merchandise, yeah. and then I bought all these like prints to put around my room, and I just keep buying shit off Amazon that I don't need, like a load of crap that like I don't know what did I buy the other day? Um, um, a, a letter Amazon? writing kit. Did you actually? Yeah. For what? Did you? <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time you wrote a letter? I haven't written a letter in my life, other than when we used to write to companies um, fake complaints so we could get free stuff from them. Yeah, they were best times. But that's yeah. when we were children, guys. Social media wasn't around. Scams weren't invented yet. Not considered fraud. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon's difficult because you go on there and you're like, okay, I need to order something dumb, like um, some rubber sleeves. <laughs> I must get my rubber sleeves. And then you fall into this hole (laughs) of of things like, oh, I could do with a bookshelf, actually. Or, you know, I could use something that you actually don't need. And then it keeps suggesting stuff. And you're like, maybe I do need this. I need a thousand tea lights. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's a difficult place, Amazon. But, you know, good for them. They know how to do that. How about yours? How's your week going? Oh, really, really boring. Oh, can I just say something? Sorry. Yeah. We don't live together, for those people listening. Oh, yes. 
Like we record this over FaceTime and a lot of yeah. people think it, whenever I see comments, they think we live together. So when we're yes. actually catching up right now, like we don't actually oh, yeah, we genuinely... know what we've done. Yeah. <laughs> don't know what's happened this week. I'm not just yeah. talking to James. Um, Other I than you're trying to, to move right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to move. Um, not the right climate, James. Um... <laughs> but when a contract's up, a contract's up, huh? The contract's up. And when you don't want to live so anymore, you just don't want to live there anymore. You know You've been mean? through a lot where you are now. I have been through a lot where I live now. I've never done been involved in so many police reports in my life. Yeah. It's um, not a rough area, though. That's the thing, is It's not a it? rough area. And the house, the, the apartments, sorry, are really, really nice. New We're builds. really well looked after by the people yeah. that work here. It's new. Neighbours are like fine like the usual like oh there's a baby crying there's a dog barking but mm. you know i'd rather listen to a dog bark um mm. just things like that but it's just like const- like little things like the smell of weed constantly and oh that's and- the thing when you have balconies so close yeah. to each other like i don't mm. mind people smoking weed like no like do that that's fine do whatever mm. but it's, it just smells i wish they can like scent I can't it with stand something the smell. yeah bubblegum bubblegum bubble gum or even weed. peach peach Mm, peach. Mm, peach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, do what you need to do, but the smell just makes me, it reminds me of bleach and grass, and it makes me feel, like, really sick to a point where, I'm not one of those people where I'll be, like, <coughs> coughing and waving my hand in front yeah. of my face, but it, it's really annoying. Yeah. But that's life, James. Sometimes you just have to sniff other people's weed. As the saying goes. <laughs> As the saying goes. As a mum always taught us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, James. Oh, Robert. What you been, anything you've been loving? Yeah, week? a few in the world things, of you know. <gasps> no, actually, uh, do you know what I bought? What? Sorry. Oh, I thought you frozen it. No, sorry. I was just reading the email about the house. Go on. You were incredibly still and incredibly quiet then. I thought you frozen. because I'm, yes, I'm extremely serene when I need to be. Yeah, yeah. I bought a Dyson hairdryer. Shut up, me too. Did you? Yeah. When? Wait, let me grab it so we can show each other. Even though I'm holding one now. Oh my God, you got an all black one. Oh, I see that mine's the newer version. Well, mine was just a gift edition. Oh, it came same. with a stand and stuff. They're exactly the same. Yours just black. Uh, I Did believe get... mine's to be newer. Did you get the stand with all the... No, I on? didn't. I was looking for the stand, but apparently... Apparently it's so sought after. Oh, I just really wobbled my microphone. Apparently it's so sought after that people buy it and charge like hundreds for it on eBay. So... I'll make my own out card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. An old shoebox. It'll get nice and hot when you put the hairdryer back on it. Yeah. But I actually really like it. I remember when the Dyson hairdryer came out, I was like, absolutely the fuck not. I was like, I don't Ridiculous. want a mm-hmm. vacuum cleaner in my room yeah. cleaning my hair. I was yeah, like, I don't understand it. And then you got that Dyson fan. Do you remember? I did. Yeah. And I was like, that, I kind of see how that works now. Yeah. And then I saw a few people online who I trust actually buy it. And I was like, oh shit, maybe, maybe it is good. It is good. I mean, it dries your hair, which is, I mean, good. Because that's what I mean, I would hope so, yeah. (laughs) But it does add some kind of smoothness and thickness to the hair. Mm, um, Yeah. Which is great. I'm no, I'm no hair person or science man. I can tell by your DIY haircut. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, and the lack of lab coat you're wearing <laughs> Your lack of lab coat makes you very, very ignorant Very um, unscience But it is good, it is good I, I really like it Is it worth that much money? Maybe not Yeah, I don't think you should go out and rush and buy a Dyson hairdryer Just because it's no. good You can yeah. just go into like Sally's and get a quali- like a salon quality hairdryer And it's just exactly. as good yeah. exactly. People just um, like it because it's got a hole in it, don't they? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, because it's got a hole in it, that's why people like it. Um, but as far as skincare goes, I don't know much to report, really. Mm. How about were you? Anything you've been loving in makeup? Yeah, so it's kind of makeup related, but it's more like a cleaning kind of thing. So mm. I kept seeing this advert for this brush cleaner from a brand called ISO Clean, I-S-O Clean, makeup right. brush cleaner. Right. And I, everyone was like, oh my God, it's amazing. And I was like, God, have people not used brush cleaner before? Like, right. What's, what, what's the big deal? Like, <laughs> yeah. it's one of those brush cleaners where you clean it, you know, and it cleans your brush. Cleans and your it brush. Dries. <laughs> Great. Fantastic. Yeah. So 
I bought one <laughs> anyway, like recently. Mm. I've been seeing adverts for it for ages and ages and ages. But usually I'll use like um, the NYX brush cleaner or the MAC brush cleaner or something like that, um, which is great. And I sit there and I, you know, I scrub quite a bit. Yeah. This brush cleaner is actually incredible. Why? <laughs> and what makes I, it... I, there's something about it where it, it deep cleans a brush that usually you would have to take a long time to clean. Like brushes mm. are a little bit shorter and denser. More compact. Can, more compact, especially if they have mm. like white hairs. Um, they can stain really easily and you get like blotches of stain if you don't clean it properly and and they you take a little bit more time to clean it. But this, it almost like melts away it's really difficult to describe because every brush cleaner does it but this does it in a way that's really quick mm. oh i'm choking because i'm so happy um it does it really <laughs> <laughs> it does it really really quickly and um i don't know it just saved a lot of time when i was cleaning my brushes it saves a lot of time i was doing a quick clean because i filmed yesterday and then did i film yesterday what day was it yesterday yeah monday i filmed yesterday because i ruined my whole week so i had to film yesterday and then i um we needed to use the brushes again this morning, so I did a quick brush clean. Usually, you know, they'll be quick, and I'll be like, okay, they're not fully dry, but I literally feel like I've shampooed them, and they feel amazing, and they look amazing. If you know brush cleaning, <laughs> if you know the struggle of brush cleaning, this is, like, the quickest brush clean I, I think I've ever done, ever. Well, I guess it's just, like, when you get a good, like, washing up liquid or dish soap, but, like, you know, when you buy a cheap one, it's like this, yeah. you can tell yeah. it's cheap, you don't yeah. know why, but it's yeah. not cleaning as well, it takes a bit more effort. When you get fairy up liquid... Fairy mm. up liquid, yeah. Fairy up yeah. liquid, and it just... No, it, it was, it was fantastic. You know what, I'm really glad you found something that works for your brushes. You know what it felt like, right? It yeah. felt like when you clean your brushes normally, it feels like when you get like um, a, my- a micellar water and you try and rub off like really dark eye makeup and you mm. still have to keep rubbing. It felt like this was like the oil cleanse of a brush cleaner. Oh, but you know what I mean? Like everything ooh, just slipped beautiful. off. Yeah. yeah, but there was no oil oil kind of texture. It was lovely. Iso yeah. clean. 10%. No, I'm joking. Never start that again. There's no... Never dropping discount codes on here again. <laughs> oh, let me put some lip soothe on. Oh, do you know what I'm really liking at the moment, actually, just circling back to me, is Milk Makeup. Yeah, Milk is a really great brand. I yeah. really like Milk. I think they've really, um... They've really got their kind of aesthetic. Aesthetic, yeah. And I'm yeah. obviously not using the makeup, but I'm using some of the skincare. And I just feel like... Their makeup's good. Their makeup's mm. good. Mm. Yeah. Um, that's what I have to say on that, though, for now. I'm not tested yeah. enough. Yeah. Good for them. Good for them. Chapter two. Chapter two. (laughs) Chapter two of Nutrition Health Cast. Um, Robert. Yeah. You know, like, one comment I always get, and you probably get as well on my YouTube's videos, is, um, when I talk about a product that I really like, people are quite often like, no, thank you, no chemicals for me. Mm. Or, like, Mm. all those toxins, and, like, Mm. um, Vaseline's poisonous, and all this kind of stuff. All those parabens, yeah. All those parabens. Mm. And I think, where, (laughs) why are they, you know... Yeah. You know why? (laughs) (laughs) I think people are scared of things. Well, chemicals is a very broad word in general. However, in our mind, a chemical is something harmful to the skin. Mm. You know, it's Mm. great to clean surfaces, but it can be really harmful to Mm. skin. Yeah. Whereas people don't realise what a chemical is and what chemicals Mm. are. Um... (laughs) I mean, I'm no chemical expert, as we found out in chapter one. Yeah, you're nowhere <laughs> I'm no near scientist. scientist. Yeah, yeah. Um, but listen, everything's a chemical. Everything's made out of chemical compounds. Mm. I believe it's called, but I think is. <laughs> I think there's a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> you sounded very science then. Yeah, yeah. I'm so science. Um, mm. I think a lot of, there's been a lot of, um, what's the word? Fear-mongering. Fear-mongering. Like, imagine, like, with, especially with brands, skincare brands especially, 
um, I just said that the same way, but two different ways. Uh, yeah, I, I also thought you were going to say um, bread. I thought you were going to bring yeah. bread into this. I'm not sure Two different how. kinds of bread. Different um, breads. Different breads. Different <laughs> brands try and have this selling point of, oh, we're chemical free. We're all natural. And a lot of people see that as something better. Even mm-hmm. with makeup. How can I get clean makeup? How can I get clean skincare? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, um... If you guys haven't guessed what we're talking about today, we're bread, bread, <laughs> <laughs> the science, the chemical compounds of bread, of bread. <laughs> um, yeah, we're talking about claims that companies make within their makeup and their skincare, how it's beneficial to the skin. Do you need to be worried about these things? Do you not need to be worried about these things? Mm. You know? Um, and that's yeah. kind of what we want to discuss. So we asked you guys the other day, I need to remind myself because um, even though I looked just a second ago. Yeah, it's a tradition that Robert attempts to read the question that we asked on the Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> give it a really good go. I'll give it a go. Let's see what happens. Here yeah. is it. Okay. It says, what marketing claims do you look out for when buying products? Oh, I did that really well. Really well And done. we had so many answers, so thank you for your for your uh, replies to that. If you guys... Oh, can, can I just... Yeah. Sure. Sorry, I just want... Can we ask everyone, when we put out these questions, do you want us to give you a shout out and use your names? Because we haven't been doing it for, like, privacy reasons, but we do yeah. kind of want to make you feel a bit more involved and we want you to be yeah, more involved yeah. rather than us mm-hmm. just going, someone said this. So let us know... Maybe we should do a poll actually on our Instagram and just ask if people. Mind. Yeah, or, or, like, or we can or ask say. you guys to put like a Y before if you want your name um, for yes or an, or an N, or an before, N if before you want for no. Because you don't yeah. want to be like, oh, Linda from here, and you know, she's witness protection. We yeah, she has to move house now. Yeah, we said her name, but yeah, do let us know. But on our Instagram, it's at the Double Cleanse Podcast. We ask you guys a question every week, so we can kind of discuss in in our weekly podcast week. Um. <laughs> So <laughs> head over there and follow us. We just reached 10,000, so thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, so we went through all your answers, and we've kind of come up with a list of, to be fair, there were, like, five answers in general. You know, loads of people answered, but it was, like, the five same things. Same things, um, yeah. So we're going to run through those today and, and discuss them with you. And also, we'd love for you guys to discuss it underneath um, our Instagram posts as well. Yeah. Um, just little things that you might you know, it might pop into your mind. Yeah. Well, let's then start, I mean, carrying on from where we were just talking about, about the whole fear-mongering factor of it, because that's what it has become. And even though mm. chemicals, we all know everything's a chemical, yeah. chemical-free is something that, again, was latched upon to um, fear-monger to make people right. buy stuff. Let's just say something. Yeah. Nothing can be chemical-free. No, that's impossible. All. Water is a chemical. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> you yeah. know, if it, everything is a chemical. It can't be chemical-free. It will physically not exist. Yeah, Am exactly. Right? Yeah. So this is, uh, this is the issue as well, is that a lot of these people think that these brands that are launching these chemical-free, preservative-free, all-natural, these kind of products have, like, the... Um, buyer's best, um, what's the word? Interest. Uh, best interest at heart, when it's not. It's all, in my opinion, fear-mongering and selling tactics in order it's to a think, ma- make a you think. Yeah. It's a marketing gimmick to make you think that their product is in some way superior to other products. Yeah. Um, so here's the thing. Nothing can be chemical-free, as you said. Mm-hmm. But then also, we need to get over this idea that synthetic man-made ingredients are any worse than natural but then also yeah. that doesn't necessarily mean that natural ingredients are worse than synthetic right no of course yeah but the i for me my favorite products are the ones that kind of merge that together like yeah. the science of nature and the science of science which you would know about being a scientist yes. yourself phd um, bread phd bread <laughs> <laughs> ba honors degree bread um <laughs> so yeah i i think that's like the one thing that bothers me the most is when people prefer natural it, it doesn't bother me but it's something i don't understand why people do preserve um, prefer natural products and i always yeah. say to myself like i think unless you are a raw vegan who mm-hmm. um like lives in <laughs> I was <gonna> say, <laughs> lives in a straw hut not that far but if you're like unless you're like a raw vegan and you don't yeah. take any medicine you know you're all natural then right. fine right. makes sense but if you're having microwave meals or you're taking a headache tablet every so often or you have a diet well, wearing leather Shoes. Are you wearing leather <laughs> shoes? Um, yeah. Why? Why? I don't understand why you then just want to go with all natural, right? Skincare. It doesn't make right. sense to me. And I, there's also this idea going on from that as well. 
that 60% of everything you put on your skin absorbs into your skin. Yeah. Not true, because we're not sponges. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. So if, if that was going to happen, you go in the shower and all that water would be going in you. Yeah, Do you know what exactly. I mean? So you're absorbing, yeah. yeah. Yeah, our skin is a literal barrier. That's why it's mm-hmm. there. It's a barrier for our body to keep stuff out, keep stuff in. There's there's a literal barrier on your skin called the lipid barrier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Called yeah. skin, yeah, skin, <laughs> skin barrier. Um, so the idea as well that all these things are sinking into our skin and into our bloodstream, whilst there is some truth with certain things... of that isn't coming through. But then Mm. why do you care about that if you're taking ibuprofen? It it always baffles Mm. me that, like, Mm. something that has been man-made in order to help you with pains and headaches and stuff like that, why is that better to ingest than something that's been man-made to improve your skin and then put on your skin? Something that's man-made in a beauty product is a man-made version of something we can make yeah. in our skin. Hyaluronic acid, for example. Mm-hmm. You can get man-made <clears throat> hyaluronic acid. You can, yeah. you can get it in... It's infused in concealers, foundations, and in skincare and serums. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's... Inf- yeah, it's hyaluronic... We have it injected into our faces. Hyaluronic acid is yeah. something our skin makes naturally. Fair enough if you just naturally, um, you know, have reactions to man-made ingredients. Some people do. There's people who are allergic to, like, the sun, though. You know, you can be mm-hmm. allergic to something that's man-made, and you can be allergic to something that is natural. They're equally as... Um, they could be equally as irritated, like, irritating, sorry. Yeah, as, <laughs> yeah. you know, depending on yourself, as everyone's an individual. But speaking of unstable, yeah, that's the problem as well when it comes to synthetic uh, versus mm. natural stuff. Synthetic ingredients have been made yeah. in a lab. They've been tested. They're predictable. They know the, the shelf life. They know the longevity. They know what's going to happen to that ingredient mm-hmm. in the long run. Mm-hmm. When it comes to natural ingredients, you don't really know how they're going to react. This is the thing like where people say that they like putting lemon on their skin. The problem with yeah. a lemon, the benefits yeah. are supposedly vitamin mm. C, citric acid. Right. But the problem is when you pick that lemon... You don't know how much vitamin C is in it. You don't know exactly. how much citric acid in it. Right. You don't know um, if it's like in season. Do you, know, you don't mm. know when it's going to go mm. off kind of thing. Mm-hmm. There's so many factors. Whereas if someone was to make um, the, the same kind of benefits in a lab, I'd much rather trust that. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like over yeah. like just shoving lemon on your face, but then also it would have been made to go on your skin. That lemon growing on a tree isn't made to go on your skin. Mm. It's it's like following a recipe with food and then me just making it up and being like, yeah. I guess there's seven eggs in this yeah. bread. <laughs> Do you make eggs of bread? I don't know. I um, have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It, it, it's like that. It, it's like you say, if you imagine um, a physical lemon as, you know, t- two lemons and they're, they're two products, then it's never going to be like, the exact equivalent off the same yeah. different kind of chemicals, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, it is difficult. And I know some people like the idea of being natural and fresh and all this kind of stuff, but then how do you know, like you said, what levels you're getting off, off what mm-hmm. products? It's very, it's very difficult. You can't. But then this is the thing as well, is I think a lot of, oh, we're going to a bit of a tangent here, but I feel like a lot of people who do opt for natural ingredients are the same kind of people that are all about the environment. <laughs> Not quiet at all. Sorry. <laughs> I was trying to drink quietly. <laughs> if, listen, if you're going to drink, covering your mouth yeah. isn't yeah. going to make it sound any quieter. Sure, sure. Because it's all in your throat, isn't it? Uh, yeah, well, I'd cover my throat too when I swallow. <laughs> I, I cover my, I put my hand over my throat away from the microphone. <laughs> Maybe I'll turn the other way. I'll yeah, leave the room around. and come back. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I, yeah, I feel like a lot of people who like all the, the natural stuff is because, oh, it's better for the environment and these like yes. organic yeah, this and all that sure. kind of stuff. Hmm. It's not. Right. If you're constantly picking all these natural ingredients, plant extracts, like mm. fucking lemon. Quinoa. <laughs> Quinoa, yeah. <laughs> Kale in your skincare. Like, fair enough, like, enjoy that, whatever. But this constant harvesting of it as well, obviously, mm. it obviously isn't better for the environment. Of course. The farming that has to go into it, all that. There's so many different factors that go into it, rather than man-made synthetics in a lab, which is yeah. way better for the environment than all that kind of stuff. Exactly. I feel like that's another topic. I feel like there's yeah, a whole other t- like tangent we can yeah. go on. Um, why don't we, touching on all of that, why don't we talk about brands and that claim to be all natural, very simple, for a better word, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and clean. What, yes. are those, what are those claims meant to mean and what do they actually mean? 
So, uh, let's start by saying that clean, organic, natural, there is no law that states what that product has, can and can't contain Mm -hmm. in order for it to be called natural or organic. Right. And, or clean. Clean is meant, is, represents like a product without things like fragrances, parabens, um, alcohol, mineral oil, Sometimes even petroleum, for example. Mm. Like, the, the idea is clean is meant to be all very, very, very minimal. It's like the um, minimalist yeah. studio apartment of skincare. Do you know I mean? They've got, like, a sofa okay. and a cat, and that's it. Um, yeah. yeah. But also yeah. your sofa is your kitchen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your cat is also your kitchen. Um, so that's what it's supposed to mean. However, there is no legal definition to what any of these can mean. Yeah. So that's one thing that is bothersome when people say it's a natural product. Yeah. What that usually means, what that usually means is that it contains natural ingredients. Right. So it doesn't usually mean that it is 100% natural. Right. Yeah. Then that's the problem. That's one of the, the issues is that um, these like clean and natural products... For example, um, paraben-free and fragrance-free. What that usually means is that people don't want fragrance in their skincare and they don't want preservatives. But when it comes to natural skincare, when it's paraben-free and fragrance-free, that means artificial fragrance-free. So it still contains fragrances of natural descent, ethnicity. And then it contains um, natural preservatives. So you do still have preservatives in there. So Everything has whole... to have a preservative, right? You can't have a preservative-free product. Even, even when it is preservative-free, there is a natural preservative in there. There'll be a natural preservative in there, yeah. There has to be, unless, like, oh, Sharon's knocked it up on Pinterest in her garage and she's sending it to her mum friends, you know. She's like, you know, it within three days. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> keep it in the fridge and use it within a day. Um, so pre- preservative free is one that I personally really, really dislike. Hmm. Um, and it comes from the idea that paraffins are bad for you because a study found it in breast tissue. Yeah. Um, this was many, um, many years ago. Um, and is, I think, one of the most common scare tactics, like fear-mongering things amongst... Can I just say, like, if you don't want to use products with any of this in, you don't have to. Oh, There's absolutely, nothing wrong with absolutely. you, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. But I think it's important to also put emphasis on the actual science rather than the fear-mongering exactly. side of it. And, and let's just say I mean? also as well, <clears throat> brands will ignore the science to try and sell something to you. They, if of a course. brand will say, oh, we're all natural, don't use this because of this. We make this instead. It's it's a sales gimmick. And I think we've seen that every, especially now that companies, no matter who they are, will continue to mm. sell you something through fear. Um, especially yeah. now in this pandemic, whatever. There are companies out there, I, for example, there's a company that I stumbled across the other day who are doing a course on being hygienic and using, which is great, but using um, our current situation as a push for that. So brands will continue yeah. to be insensitive towards anything to make money. Mm. And let's just remember oh, that when we're care. thinking about trusting <clears throat> brands. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, there was basically um, a study ages ago. I think it was like 2004. Right, now Robert's hiding in his t-shirt <laughs> drinking. <laughs> like it's going to sound any less Can you obvious. hear it? Can you hear me drinking? I can hear every single gulp and swallow. I'm just so dehydrated it's today. It's fine. <laughs> just drink. Maybe it's because it's coming through your AirPods. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, work. true. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, hang on, you're dehydrated. What are you drinking? Orange squash. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're not, are you? <laughs> yeah, no, I am. Oh, okay, you yeah, are. No, okay. I am. Yeah. Oh, actual water, okay. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Um, so yeah, this study in 2004 found um, parabin- parabens in breast tissue of 20 yeah. different humans. Yeah. Um, and obviously this this led to like loads of um, scares of and outrages and even like banning parabens in some countries for certain um, types of products yeah. aimed at like younger people. But when other scientists look at these studies, they're actually not worried about the effects yeah. of parabens. Yeah. Um, and this is the the thing as well. When it comes to preservatives, parabin, parabens are the most studied preservative in the world ever. There's yeah. so much medical and clinical research behind it that it's actually more worrisome to have these um, alternative preservatives in because not a lot of people know a lot about yeah. them, if that makes sense. So it's that whole thing again, like, would you rather trust science and believe that this preservatives have your back over this one um like and it's a thing as well like cherry picking data where like here's something scary let's put that to the forefront and be like this is what could potentially happen you can make Um, a whole company out of a fear or something if somebody was like oh now foundation causes breakouts then i can make a whole brand that's like anti-breakout foundation do i mean where there's there's no again that's not always the case you can you can make anything out of anything and that's what brands do yeah but this is the thing as well it's like a lot of people um it's just like it's the uh, i don't know (laughs) that's the thing it's it's it makes sense that once something scary happens you're like like i didn't drink red bull for like a year because i read a story in the daily mail about a guy who had three red bulls in day and died yeah do you know what I mean? Like, they probably did, that though, all... to be fair. <laughs> yeah, he, he probably, like, had heart problems. Um, what was I going to say? So, so say I'm someone who is very, like, okay, I I currently use a brand who is, like, we're clean, we're this, we're this. What is, is there any more benefit to you? We've probably already answered this, but is there any more benefit to me using these group of products versus a product, a, a brand that says, doesn't claim to be clean or vegan or, you know, well, vegan there is, sorry, no. but I mean clean or, yeah. or paraben free or, uh, you know, and um, what's it called? Fragrance free, all that. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. no. I mean... Obviously, if you, there are, like, obviously legitimate reasons to using this stuff. Like, a lot of people do have um, reactions to fragrance. Um, A lot of people buy Clean Beauty because it says fragrance-free, but it will probably have natural fragrance in. So when they say fragrance-free, it's either um, free from artificial fragrances or masking fragrances that cover the smell of, like, that often, like, crayony smell that you get from, do you know what I mean? Like, from products that don't have masking fragrances in. Um, But it still might have. This is a thing as well. When when products have fragrance in, it's because natural products, if they're really natural, do smell pretty bad. Unless it's, like, um, lavender or something like that. Yeah. Excuse me. But when, like, you get a foundation that smells really awful, it's because it has no fragrance. And that's when it smells kind of chemically. Yeah, fragrance is a bit of like an issue at the moment within like the the skincare industry because you have the science side of it saying that fragrances aren't that bad. You can actually remove these irritants from fragrances other than essential oils. Mm. Um, And this is how they work. And, you know, that the fragrance is like a huge industry, like a huge, massive like industry when it comes to obviously money um, and the people working in it. And they're at the point now where they can move these irritants, remove these irritants from it. But then you have like the dermatology side of it, people saying that their fragrances are irritants and you shouldn't use them and you can develop a reaction to them in the long run, all this kind of stuff. But it's funny because my personal opinion, I like to source or like listen to the people who are writing these peer-reviewed papers, the people who are science educators, the people that um, kind of understand when they're reading through these clinical trials, 
understand like the pros and cons of that trial like where they maybe done something a little bit wrong or within their own personal experience yeah. what they've kind of like um discovered you know people who can actually um what's the word um di- dissect you know yeah re- these um studies are related to what they've done as far as their studies and clinical trials go so i i, I do like listen to that a little bit more over um you know people like um uh, cosmetic formulators and all that kind of yeah. stuff. I love listening to what they have to say about this kind of stuff. Yeah. And, um, and I hope the whole, I think this whole clean beauty thing kind of like it, it kind of puts down all the hard work that these chemists are doing yeah, and that like all these, yeah. like the, the, you know, these specialists do. I feel like nowadays people think that there are these like devil formulators and companies that are sitting in rooms making poisonous irritating products yeah. to spread out to the world exactly you know? to, to um, in the long t- run ruin your skin and yeah. ruin your skin yeah. and that's their goal you know um but it's not and it's one of those things as well where like people are picking and choosing what what part of science they want to believe in yeah like it's like oh we'll back it up with science and when something is backed up with science they're like well you know but someone else says this kind of thing. Yeah. It's like, it's a little bit like, you know, you, you can't pick and choose when you believe exactly. in science. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But as far as like the benefits of clean beauty, yeah, if you have irritations to certain things, like a lot of like the things like fragrance, mineral oil, um, like uh, some people find mineral oil clogging. Yeah. I personally don't. No. Do you know I mean? It's not yeah. like a huge um fragrance some people find irritating. Um so I guess if you if you have very sensitive skin then yeah, go for like the cleaner mm. side of things. Um if you're very easily irritated, but you it's not going to poison you. No. That's it, the thing. Yeah. It's not going to like make your skin peel off exactly. like over a week or anything yeah. like that. And again, it's that whole fear-mongering thing. So speaking of that kind of stuff, let's talk about um non-comedogenic. Mm-hmm. Um, which is about pore clogging, yeah. right? And we've mentioned this before, that it's one of those terms that doesn't really mean anything. Along with yeah. hypoallergenic, actually, as yeah. well. So the non-comedogenic, I think, is one of my favourite ones, because it's like... It, it, for me, it's the perfect example of why animal testing is a load of bullshit. Mm, mm. Like, I don't, I don't understand animal testing. Like, why... Why tests on animals when it's completely irrelevant to human skin for yeah itself. exactly so and we can literally test on human skin man-made human skin and actually real human skin at the moment so like what are we doing <laughs> i always say this but if you go up to someone right and you're like here's a hundred quid can i rub this moisturizer in your ear they'd be like sure go yeah, for it yeah. you know even yeah. if you say like oh you might break out a bit um non-comedogenic means that it's not going to block your pores basically um but these studies were actually done. Hang on, let me find when they were done. So here we go. These studies were actually done in 1979. Um, this is by a respected dermatologist called Albert Kligman. Um, and he studied, he published like a protocol for the assessment of cosmetics ingredients. So he created the scale of zero to five, um, five being the worst, as far as um, how likely an ingredient would be to clog your pores, basically. Yeah. So, and as uh, we mentioned before in um, the other podcast, that these tests were done on the pores of the inside of a rabbit's ear. So the the thing is with the rabbit's ear is that the pores are a lot bigger. They're a lot bigger. They're not a true representation of human skin mm. whatsoever at all, um, which just doesn't make sense to me. Can I just answer something very quickly now yeah. you said that? Yeah. Um, Somebody we were talk- we spoke about this in the poor episode that we did. Um, somebody asked if a product claims to be non-comedogenic now, does it mean they've tested on animals? No, it doesn't. Not f- I'm not saying that for all brands, but if, um, it's more of a formula, isn't it? That's non-comedogenic yeah. that um has now been like made. If that makes sense, so you, yeah. you can make a product non-comedogenic without having to, you know, test. On I animals. think how it's done is as we mentioned. There's this um rating or zero to five that was made years ago so people can look back at that rating and be like oh this like mineral oil oil for example it's, has a comedian yeah. rating of like four or five i don't know but so they can say like if your product's free from these or if it's got this and they can kind of give it like a non-comedogenic rating because all the ingredients are lower so rabbit ears are more sensitive in general anyway so again it's not a fair representation however the human studies i know we were saying they should just do on humans they're also 
flawed basically yeah. so instead of like testing products and ingredients on a human face where they do test is on the back so where we're a lot more um like differently porous where our pores are bigger mm. um so again it's not like a a real fair trial of an everyday situation and they usually test on people who do have acneic skin so people who break out easily who do have enlarged pores yeah. so people who are already kind of suffering from this stuff to kind of see how safe it is for someone with that skin type already so they're not testing on all skin types so your skin might be fine it might not but then also what this doesn't take into account is the formulation as a whole so instead of saying like oh shea butter for example could be comedogenic i don't know if it is um oh this product has shea butter in it it's comedic like not safe (laughs) what's the word it's comedogenic yeah yeah it's comedogenic but what that doesn't take into account is how that ingredient is formulated with the rest of the product, how that product sits on the skin, all that kind of stuff. So whilst it might have ingredients in that are known for being comedogenic, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to clog you up or break you out. So the whole thing is a little bit everywhere. Yeah. But if you do break out very easily, it's probably an okay thing to go for. It's probably yeah. your safest bet. Yeah, and you can, again, go back to our pause episode for more about this. But again, it's about cleaning. That's that's a case mm-hmm. when it comes to cleaning your face and how you remove your yeah. makeup also. Um, yeah. But we go in depth in that, in the other one. Yeah, if you do have normal skin, you shouldn't be scared of using um, products that aren't labelled non-comedogenic in case it's going to break you out. Right. Do you know what I mean? So you mm-hmm. shouldn't be scared of products that aren't non-comedogenic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. God, I've got loads more. Well, let's <laughs> do it. Let's talk about alcohol, because I know this is something that a lot of people struggle with and a lot yeah. of people really, really dislike. Um, so... The one there's loads of different types of alcohol in skincare, right? So you have your fatty alcohols, and then you have like denatured alcohol, which yeah. is usually which alcohol denant. You'll denant, see yeah. it as or plain alcohol. You'll yeah. see it or ethyl alcohol. You'll see it on the ingredients list. Now, a lot of people see this as a drying ingredient, which mm-hmm. potentially it can be. Like for example, I always bring this up because I think it's one of the worst products ever made. Is the Clean and Clear Blackhead Cleanser, which <laughs> yeah. is pretty much like a toner kind of consistency, yeah. it's, stripping it's, um, as all vodka hell. Vodka with <laughs> yeah, vodka <laughs> with blue flavor yeah. and lemon juice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so again, this date kind of goes back to um, studies um, that were done on skincare cells rather than actual human skin yeah. and um, tested in such high quantities on these skincare cells that again it's non-reflective of how alcohol is used in right. our cosmetics nowadays and it's that thing as well people see alcohol right at the top of the ingredient list and like oh shit it's bad yeah, for me yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna me. dry me out yeah. yeah but there's a few things you have to think about so Alcohol, the the fear behind it is that it's an drying ingredient, and um, cell death we'll talk about in a minute, but it's a, a drying ingredient, so why should you worry about it when it's in a moisturiser? Yeah. Like, what? Like what's the, like, you know... Um, it's it, not going it, to dry it's you out. Obviously not yeah. going to dry you out, yeah. Um, but it's also in your skincare because it's used as a um, penetration enhancer, mm-hmm. so it can help, like... Um, you, usually that's why you see it in a lot of like um, gel moisturizers. Like I look for it in gel moisturizers because I know in the summer when it's hot, we're sweaty. I put on this gel moisturizer, it's going to absorb nicely into the skin. Yeah. The product's not going to sit on my skin. Right. Um, and it can also help certain actives go into your skin um, and increase their effectiveness. Mm-hmm. Also, so, denatured alcohol... Is mm. exactly that. It's alcohol <laughs> mm. that has. Am I right in thinking that kind of what we think of alcohol isn't present anymore in denatured alcohol, like that harsh? Um, mm, no, it's the opposite. So uh, it, if we drink it, we would die. Yeah. So it's yeah. pure. It's pure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Same. So what makes that different? Denatured. What makes that different from 
Alcohol, regular alcohol. So alcohol we drink is like distilled, isn't it? Like distilled oh. vodka and yes, it's like pure like cooking vodka, for example, like rice vodka. I don't know if that's a thing. <laughs> but did I tell you about the time we went, went to China on a school trip and we all drank cooking vodka and we all nearly died? What? Not nearly, we didn't all nearly die, but we were so drunk. We went to like the, this um, corner shop in China. We were in Shanghai with university. Yeah. And we all bought alcohol. And what we thought was vodka was like cooking rice vodka or something. Oh. It was such a high, you weren't meant to drink it. And we were oh, all like shit. drinking it. Because like, yeah. obviously when you cook with it, it evaporates. Yeah. 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 Um, and everyone was laughing at us rather than warning us yeah. we could die. Um <laughs> So here's the, <laughs> so back to um, denatured alcohol, the majority of that denatured alcohol that you put on your skin is going to evaporate off your skin anyway as well. Right, this is why it's used in things like setting sprays. So setting yes. sprays have denatured alcohol also because it helps thin the formula when it comes out of the actual mm-hmm. spray, but also when it goes on the skin, that's why like a refreshing mist is different from a setting spray because in a setting spray it will absorb, um, absorb sorry, evaporate. Whereas in a, a refreshing mist, it's more than likely not to have denatured alcohol. Whereas like the heavy, heavy like setting sprays need denatured alcohol. Right. Yeah. Right. Um. Oh well, if they come out of a. S- yeah, yeah. I hope everyone understands what that sound means. I think everybody knows what that sound means. Um. <laughs> Let's talk about the skin barrier as well, because a lot of people think that denatured alcohol can destroy your skin barrier. Right. But yeah, again, just like going from like studies and that, it it just doesn't seem to be a big issue. So it's something that like, again, is kind of like the whole clean beauty side of things. But this goes with everything. If you think your skin is reacting to something then it's absolutely fine to not use it. We're not sitting here saying, like, use alcohol. And you're an idiot yeah. for not oh, using it. Oh, of course. Like, yeah, yeah, don't you be scared of alcohol. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah. For, for everybody that says, like, there's, um, there's, like, no, like, these products are fine for you, you can still be, you can still have a reaction to it. Like, my skin doesn't right. like hyaluronic acid. It doesn't mean right. it's the worst product in the world. It's a very exactly. good ingredient. Yeah. Ingredient, sorry. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that that's one thing I... As someone with oily, oily skin, I do like denatured alcohol. Alcohol denant, I think. We see it more of in Europe on the ingredient list. If you do have very, very dry skin, you might want to avoid it. It probably won't be the end of the world if it's in a moisturiser. But if it's in your toner, um, more like liquidy products, I always find even serums that are alcohol heavy can be a little bit drying. Um, But... You know, well, they're very quickly. Uh, serums are very quickly like absorbed anyway, aren't they? Mm, so the majority, yeah, as well. It'd yeah. Be like... yeah. So um, I'm trying to think what else. God, there's so many things. Um, dermatologist tested. Yes. And yeah. also, let's talk about uh, cl- clinically tested. So here's how I, when I think of these things, well, used to think of these things. Mm. When it'd be like dermatology tested or dermatologist tested, I think right mm-hmm. some dermatologist. Yeah. Or someone has yeah. tried all these, used these, really looked into it, and be like, "Yes, yeah, I am, I am approving of these." Right. And same with, when I think of clinically tested, I think they like a study, like they've kept five women in this um, metal room in a metal box, <laughs> yeah, 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 for five days, and they've all tried this mascara, and two of them believe it would agree that it's made their lashes longer. That kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Mm. Um. So no, none of this means anything. So let's <laughs> talk about dermatologist tested. It does mean that a dermatologist had tested it. There isn't like a board of testing dermatologists or anything. I tried to find if there was a a specific group of like guinea pig dermatologists. There's no such thing. Um, You can say a dermatologist tested it, but you don't have to say whether they liked it. Yeah. Like that's the thing, like a dermatologist could test it and be like, oh, well... It's not like I wouldn't recommend it, but I would not recommend it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't mean... Great, it's been tested. Great, it's been tested, yeah. Equally, dermatologist approved um, usually means or can mean that a dermatologist that works for the company or was part of formulating this product, um, usually like a spokesperson, approves of the product. Of course. Um, So it, it doesn't... It holds no basis. Like, there isn't, again, any official meaning of that yeah. and this yeah. is the thing as well as as well as clinically proven like you said clinically proven makes you think that there's people in a lab either like yeah and they've been testing it for ages and they've been putting different colored liquids into different colored 
thing. Yeah, but <laughs> you were kind of right when you saying what clinically proven usually means in the majority of the time is that the product was given to a group of consumers and it was organised by the brand behind that product. So it right. doesn't mean that the product underwent any kind of clinical trial. <laughs> Right. Despite saying clinically tested, um, and for it wasn't approved by the FDA. That's what it it means. You think that clinically proven means like the FDA has something behind it. Um, food and food drug administration, sorry. Um, and have has approved this as yes, clinically, right. scientifically, this is what that product does. That it, that's yeah. not what it means. But the problem with these kind of clinically proven studies as well that you can look at online. And for example, um, I'm trying to think of an example here. Okay, so there's a serum I love called here it is um, the La Roche Posay Rosaliac AR Intense Serum. Yes, right, yeah. I really like it. It's great at getting rid of redness. I looked into this product and tried to find. Um, studies behind their key ingredient their one thing that they claim really helps get rid of rosacea what i found out was that first of all they had done a clinically clinic, uh, clinical study with their own um subjects they've also trademarked this ingredient and all the clinical studies and papers were sponsored by la roche posay so it was an internal thing it was something that they did these aren't peer-reviewed papers they don't go through a process of other I don't know, scientists, chemists, whatever, looking at these papers and nitpicking at them or saying, well, that doesn't make sense or that makes perfect sense or this wouldn't work. All that means is that the brand has sponsored this study to kind of prove a point for them. So clinically proven, again, doesn't mean anything. It doesn't make their product any more superior than a product that doesn't say clinically proven or dermatologist tested. Are there, so uh, there's, I mean, I could go more <laughs> more on about skincare um, as far as like pH balance goes, um, medical grade, um, mineral oil free, for example. Mm. Um, but are there any makeup, anything specific to makeup that really, when you see it, makes you think, there's, what the fuck does that mean? I mean, there's a few things that I'm kind of, um, it's different, it's different because skincare and makeup sometimes does have a benefit, not as mm. much as skincare would in terms of it being skincare, if that makes yeah. sense. So say we have a concealer, um, and it's like, it's infused with this serum. It's great because it helps the way it sits on the skin. So it's not so much that it's also going to, like, anti-age you or whatever, you know, it claims to do. Um, but it helps the product, you know, grip to the skin more. It helps things like less lines because it has more moisture to it, less creasing and things like that. So skincare mm. is great in makeup. And I always think that if somebody has the, um, trouble with the texture of makeup or the texture of their skin, mix in the serum with it because it, it right. changes the texture. I don't think mm. it's, like, 100% beneficial, but, yeah. um, you know, the only claim that I find a little bit um, hit and miss is with setting sprays or with um, products that claim to set your foundation. Right. So these work differently on on everyone because people have oily skin, they have dry skin, they have oily combination, they have dry dehydrated or, you know, all these different things. So using a setting spray, for example, Urban Decay claim that one of their, their all-nighter setting spray freezes the makeup on the face. Right. And I always describe the um, makeup as, and skin as like layers. So if we imagine our skin or our face, we'll say as one layer, we imagine our foundation as a second layer and then a setting spray as the third, even though it kind of gets into the foundation and becomes like this joint layer. What actually disrupts our makeup comes from within the skin. So it's sweat, oil, things like that. Oil breaks down makeup. We mm. use it to take off makeup. So yeah. even if a product is claiming to freeze your foundation, if you are an oilier person or you have oilier areas of your skin, oil is still going to come out of your skin. Right. Setting spray isn't going to stop what's happening under. Yeah. yeah. Setting spray doesn't freeze the functions of your skin. It doesn't freeze mm. the, what your skin does. And some oily people swear by setting spray. And I do if I use it before makeup. So skin, ah. barrier, then makeup, if that makes sense. Because mm. if it's claiming to freeze, I actually don't use it all night as setting spray because I think it smells funny. Um, but I'll use like a setting spray with denatured alcohol in, for example. Yeah. Or yeah. something that has a powder in it. Um, as a barrier, because for me, what breaks down my makeup, the reason why I would need a setting spray in the first place is because I have oily skin 
that ruins my makeup. So yeah. when a product claims to set or freeze or stick, it might do for some people. Again, clinic is it clinically tested? Did five or f- seven people say it worked for them? You know, it's everyone's skin type is different. Yeah, I always feel like those clinical trials, like, for the brand, like, seven people said their eyelashes did look longer. I feel like there's, like, a placebo Yeah, and who's it? Seven of their employees? Yeah. And if it did really work, say, for example, these mascara adverts, you know, all these people said it looks good, why are we still using lash inserts? If it works Mm. out well, why are we still doing that, you know? On the adverts, (laughs) yeah, yeah, like, what's the point? Mm. And here's the thing, products that claim to do something... I never take seriously anyway, especially in makeup, because if if there was a product that really did something really, really well, then that would be the holy grail product and we would never need another one. It would be the be all and end all of that of that problem. Do you know what I mean? If we have it's an like anti aging moisturizers, yeah. yes. If there yeah. was one that really worked, that would be it. That would be the yeah. thing that you use, you know, everyone would talk about it would really work and then we would never need anything again. And it will shut yeah. down businesses, well, shut down companies. Yeah. You know? yeah. This is like what annoys me about like anti-aging creams, for example. Mm. It's like, helps target signs of aging. So discoloration, yeah. fine lines, wrinkles, yeah. plumpness. So what, you've got niacinamide, hyaluronic acid, maybe retinol yeah. in it, vitamin yeah. C. Like the, these, that's what I hate about anti-aging products in particular is, first of all, anti-aging. Um, but also like, that it's that whole this product could potentially maybe right might do this do you know what I mean it's like that whole and they bump up the price of it's it it's not difficult to fade a fine line really mm. quickly instantly mm. um and there are products that do work instantly because that's it they just work instantly and then you get mm. this result makeup is different because you get a visual result it's a product that's made to give you an instant visual result coverage a finish mm. shimmer shine you know something like that whereas yeah. with with skincare you can you can plump up a lip a lip gloss or a lip balm can plump up a lip for te- 5 minutes <laughs> you know yeah, a couple of couple of minutes exactly yeah. you can you can smooth a fine line just by hydrating that area you know, and what, again, for, what, five hours, you know? <laughs> like it's, I mean, it depends if you keep doing exactly, it. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So that was another thing I saw a lot of was people saying something that gives you instant results. And you know what? It probably does give you instant results, but how long-term are those instant results? They are just instant. I mean, that's, yeah. Well, this is the thing with hyaluronic acid is I think it it's, for example... Well, hyaluronic acid and collagen. So hyaluronic acid is just a temporary plumper. It doesn't yeah. work in the long run. You, it works as long as you're using exactly. it. Exactly. And it seems like collagen, elastin, you can't get down to that layer through your the surface. No, of your skin. you can't apply it topically no, and it is you, gonna you work. You physically can't add more collagen mm. or elastin through the surface. But collagen is gonna right. temporarily plump yeah. your skin yeah. from the outside. Like you can get, I am right thinking you can get down there with a needle, right? Yeah. And you can consume so. or something. Hmm. We might be wrong by correct us if we're wrong. Yeah, but it doesn't go to your skin, it goes to like your joints. Right. Before, right. Basically. So it's mm. like that it can do things, but it's temporarily. Temporarily. Yeah. Temporarily. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, and I think that's that's a thing as well. Retinol. Just use just, just use, use retinol. retinol. It's the only proven retinol. thing. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing, again with with makeup with with I'm trying to look for something that claims to do something, but it's very easy with makeup to say something oh, does something. Well, because I have the Sun by Me 30 Day Miracle Toner. In 30 days, it's gonna mm. reduce um, pigmentation, yeah. spots. It's gonna make your skin, and it's like, well, yeah, it's not a miracle. You're using an AHA, BHA, PHA every day and for 30, 30 days. days it's is gonna a, change is your a skin. a long time. That's a whole month. It, exactly. It's a normal. It's time a normal amount of time to expect to see a difference. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's a thing as well. And also, like a lip mask, a lip mask could be like or a lipstick that says that um you know that skincare benefits. It's gonna do this to your skin within. 30 days it's like yeah it probably is because if you're using it consistently for 30 days then Mm -hmm. it's just an ongoing effect that that you're using so yeah yeah it's hard i don't know what to believe anymore well Well, i don't think i think (laughs) i don't believe i think what you can do is look at a product and when it says like like for example 30 day miracle toner this is what it is definitely going to do within 30 days look at that be like, okay, this is what the product claims. It's not a miracle. It will do that eventually, but don't expect it to work like that. Exactly. Like the product claims, if exactly. that makes sense. So don't believe the product's own hype. Like, look at it. It's going to do that job, 
but not in the crazy magical way that you think it's going right, to exactly if that makes sense. so yeah. you know anti-aging products will target signs of aging over an extended period of time with continuous use do you have to spend like 100 quid on like a or like 50 quid no but you know like just skincare is going to work for you Mm. when you find the right product, but just don't expect like these magical, crazy changes. Yeah, it's it's consistency and it, and it's, um, it isn't a, um, you know, use it for a month and everything's fine. It's to use it for the rest of your life and, (laughs) and you're going to see results, especially if you want to see like results that are like, you know, anti-aging or fine lines. I saw a picture today on, on Twitter of this lady and it was her 50th birthday. And I was looking at the picture thinking, oh, it's so funny because this 12 year old girl was standing in front of this, um, balloon that says she's 50 and everyone was oh like everyone was like why is this girl doing that but the actual joke was this woman is 50 years old I need to send you the picture no. I'll send it to you right now because it, yeah, we'll it put is it on Instagram yeah it is crazy she looks I don't know why I just brought that up sorry um, but yeah that's the thing I think like it's fine to kind of round up a little bit it's fine to want to look for safer in quotations yeah, ingredients yeah. kinder ingredients mm-hmm. in your skincare but I also think trust the science, trust the formulators behind your products, Mm -hmm. and also know exactly what those claims mean. So much more research needs to be done on your behalf than just what the brand is telling you, the brand's website, what a YouTuber is telling you. Let me just tell you something. Mm -hmm. I got a script from a brand once, and there was um, some things, I didn't do it, there were some things that were like, it was like, no GMOs, no parabens, no toxins, no um, chemicals, all this kind of stuff. So when you're seeing people on YouTube or whatever, they're more than likely in their review, especially if it's sponsored, have been given a script. Oh yeah, they have to hit a certain amount of points. If they're not yeah. disclosing it's a sponsor, even even worse, you know? So mm. do your research as an individual and then go deeper than that. If you want to be not harmful to your environment, how is this product being made? Where is it being made? How is it getting to you? You know, it's, it's a lot is deeper. This a thing as well. Mm. Like a lot of people, um, like there was a, a product came out that I absolutely love and a lot of people were complaining because it was in a plastic tub yeah. rather than a glass jar. But and people are saying it's unenvironmentally friendly, but what people didn't take into consideration was the weight of that glass, how yeah. it ships, like as far as like carbon footprints, like the biggest picture. And it's not actually as easy to recycle glass as people think. Yeah. Like the certain type of plastic is made out of is more widely recycled than glass. Like there's all these little things as well. And exactly. things like that also depend on the area that you're in. Yeah. Our local like recycling center doesn't take a certain plastic. Do you yeah. I mean like it, it's things you have to consider like the wider picture and don't just believe what's the front page of Google saying or what the brand mm-hmm. is saying mm-hmm. or what what you believe to be solid truth and exactly. the, the uh, one thing you'll notice as well is when you're listening and learning like about the science behind certain things scientists will come and say pretty much about everything there is no clear answer it's not black yeah, and white exactly. and that's the thing is like there's when people say well this ingredients being shown to do this or this product's been shown to do this if you actually look or get like a scientist to explain um what that study means what that conclusion means the conclusion more often than not is that inconclusive inconclusive (laughs) and that's the thing is it's like whilst I don't know, whilst whilst there is like a wealth of information out there, it gets so complicated, so, so complicated. So like you you said, don't believe everything you see on YouTube. Um, Don't take everything you hear as fact. Like it's, especially when brands are making claims and trying to like push an image or um, yeah, push their claims. Mm -hmm. Like just Mm -hmm. dig a little bit deeper. and Yeah. And like we said, everyone will try and sell something to you. There are brands that make profits off your fear and off your Mm -hmm. issues. I'm doing air quotes. Yes. People don't know. So, you know, I don't know what I was about Mm. to say. But there could could be a brand out there that's like, you know, you're a busy mum and you have, you know, no time to do something. They could literally make a busy mum face wash, you know? And then they'll be like, oh God, I need this busy mum face wash. Do you know what I mean? Like this busy, yeah, busy mum skin. Because Mm. scientifically, busy mum skin is more vulnerable to the earth or you know things like that you know like (laughs) brands brands will target a group of people that Mm. that um you know have a fear in something or feel like they need something or you you know that's what they do that's a hundred percent oh my god 
Oh, we didn't talk about sunscreen. Really quick, a recent study that came out said that some sunscreen ingredient was found in blood. So then it was like, that's it. Sunscreen's dangerous and it's going to give oh, you cancer. <laughs> no, skin cancer gives you cancer from not wearing sunscreen. Yeah. Again, I feel like we could go into that another day. But yeah, yeah, that's another thing. Like people hear these reports and then the media pick out all these like little scary things. Mm, the mm. FDA actually had to release a statement saying, please wear sunscreen. Please wear sunscreen. Like, despite <laughs> this report, please <laughs> yeah. wear sunscreen. Yeah. Um, so it's these little things as well that like people... People like to instantly pick up on something they heard and then, you know, fear mongering is easy to kind of like spread. Right. You know, these fears. But yeah. Well, that's life as they say. That's life. Yeah. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Join in a conversation over on the Instagram at the double... uh, uh, At the double cleanse podcast. podcast. That's it. That's what we're called. Um, Yeah. Yeah, let us know your thoughts and views. Um, and then keep an eye out on our stories for our question for next week. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, if, you, if you ever think of anything you want to be included in the podcast, do let us know as well. We're open. Yes, we We're are. We're open, people. We're open. <laughs> All right, then. Let's just go. Yeah. All right, guys. All right. <laughs> Let's just go. Let's just, <laughs> Let's just leave. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Um, thank you so much for joining us, guys. We do appreciate you. Um, yes, very much so. And I've been James Welsh. Oh, yeah. I've, <laughs> I've been Robert Welsh, scientist, PhD, doctor. Yeah. Bread believer. Bread believer. <laughs> yeah. And I've been James Welsh. Absolute. Scientist. 100% clinical. Yeah, I I own over 100 products, so I know what I'm talking about. (laughs) And one of his coats might be white. Yes, I own a white jacket, so we'll see you later. (laughs) Thank you, guys. Goodbye. Bye. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.